Welcome to Grand Final Week at No Cap with the boys. How are we, lads? This is it. Sponsored by Sydney's number one mobile massage service. Who's on holidays? Body of massage. What's cracking, boys? Benny. How are you? What's going on, man? It's Grand Final Week. G up a bit, bro. Penrith are in the, the Grand Final Week. Number yeah. one supporter. You haven't even tipped them, but nah. yes. I don't accept it. <laughs> Abbas, what's going on, bro? On They're in, cuz. They're in. Yes. Back to back appearances. Can they turn into a win? We'll talk about Just, it. Yeah, hope so. Jacob, what's going on, brother? Hey, boys. Exciting, exciting week ahead. Oh, yeah, mate. And, you know, well, let's state it is the Penny Panthers versus South Sydney Rabbitohs in the 2021 NRL Grand Final. Already major stories coming out injuries and possible miss- players missing out. We'll get to all that. Fuck, we got our own expert here in adductors. Adam Reynolds got an adductor injury. You're going to have to explain to us what an adductor is later on, Ben. So yeah, start researching. I can, oh, no, I can. I had an adductor injury. Oh, you had an adductor Yeah, but he's a doctor. We'll, we'll, we'll let the expert of adductor injuries explain adductor injuries. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're our health expert here. You're our guru, cuz. What's wrong with you? Yeah, easy. He basically just told me to eat shit. <laughs> Uh, anyway, speaking of the, the key stories, quickly, we have obviously know that Tavita Pango Jr. is out with the MCL. It's a, it's a shit go because he had a really good game last week. He's been pretty good for the Panthers ever since he's come in. Hopefully he recovers well. That's the main thing. Um, but, just a little bit of bruising with MCL, so I think it should be right. So what, he could have played this week? If he's iced it properly and done the right procedures, he might have. So if you're pretty much saying that if you were looking after him, he'd be playing on Sunday. Just say it. Right. Just... If I was looking after him, I'll throw him on the field. Anyway. Injury or no injury. Yeah, worse than the trainer. Um has no duty of care. Adam Reynolds also we talked about it, a duck the injury. Uh, he wasn't kicking. I was wondering why he wasn't kicking last week. It'll be a massive blow if he misses out. I'm pretty sure he's a captain. Am I, am I missing something there? He's a captain, isn't he? Yep, captain. And last game for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, I doubt he'd miss this one, even if he was playing injured. The worst possible scenario for Rabbitohs, which I don't think is going to happen, I think it's going to be fine. But the worst case scenario, he'll just do what Cooper Cronk did, kind of march them up the field, uh, control the game, and let Cody Walker kind of come up with the, the brilliance, but just making sure that they're all structured. But I don't think it's going to come to that. I think they'll be fine. I think uh, he played last week with, the, with, that a bit of, with that as a bit of an issue. And he, other than the kicking... He still he actually did do a few kicks, so um, it didn't really stop him much. And then he's had a whole week now to rest it too. So, well, like I was saying, probably all play. But <clears throat> yeah, looking back on the last week's game, Manly versus South Sydney in the first prelim, South Sydney came away with a victory pretty easily in the end. Some key moments, but Manly, you know, the disallowed try, Tom dropped the ball over the line, maybe could have changed the game, but. I don't think anyone was stopping South Sydney. You know, they were playing for more than obviously a grand final appearance. I think Manly lesson learned. The gap between their their brilliance and, and their worst game is so far. Honestly, they can't play a tough game. You know what I mean? They can't really grind it out. It's not in their it's not in their DNA yet. But I'm sure it will come. They're a pretty young squad. Yeah, South Sydney too good in the end. Yeah, uh, like you were saying, so they are a young squad, Manly, and they'll, they'll obviously learn a lot from that. Um, I think, yeah, that those those few errors that they made over the line, like knocking it on and the obstruction hurt him. But I think South just had too much to play for. Um, they've been to three prelims in the past three years that they've lost, and they they weren't get, they were going to make sure that this one was different. So 
Yeah, I think the way they just came out and played and even though there was that little disruption before the game where Manly were, were late and that might have sort of thrown them off a bit, I think that they responded well. Yeah, and you know, moving forwards for Manly, I think there's a, a lot of great signs there. I think eventually you'll see like the older players like Foran moving away and Schuster going into a 5-8 role. A few players coming back. Manasse Fainu, you know, he wasn't there all year. He's such a key to their attacking play, and they were brilliant anyway. They'll be a big threat next year for the top four. I think if they are relatively injury-free, mainly Tom, they will be uh, pretty tough next year. If you think about it, they've grown so much from this year. They would have learned a lot from this year. Obviously, there's a big gap between them and the top three teams. Um, so they definitely would have taken a lot out of this year. Their younger players, obviously more experienced now going into next season. And they'll, they'll have a better understanding of, you know, what a finals game is and um, how to sort of handle those bigger situations. You mentioned Manasseh. I think Manasseh is going to be a big part of uh, Manly taking it to the next level. Just because I think uh, right now, when Manly's forwards get on top, they kind of have to rely on either Tommy just making that one-out run that he just goes straight between the markers and makes a break in the middle of the field. Otherwise, it's just really spread it out and get it to the wingers and try to make a break. Um, Manasse will give him that little extra dimension where when those forwards get on the roll, you've got to watch out for him because he would just dart out of dummy half and, and pick you there. And he'll give Cherry Evans and Trebojevic more time with the ball too because you've always got that threat in the middle. But the main thing they're going to have to focus on in preseason is their defence. They've got to become a defensive unit. And even if they find it hard to score points in the game, they need to at least keep it to, a, you know, what Melbourne and Penrith have done this year, even South to some extent, uh, where they're only averaging what Penrith and Melbourne are about 12 points a game and Rabbitohs are about 16 or 18. So, yeah, you just you just want to make sure that the, the your defence is there, I think, and Bez, I think, is going to work on that in the preseason. Oh, Penrith's a perfect example, you know, how brilliant were they in attack last year and then come this year, a lot of teams probably figured them out and, you know, they had to fall back into something and their defence was the best in the league, pay it off, you know, back-to-back grand final appearances, completely different way. Yeah, the, the, the past two weeks, their defence has been unreal. Their attack, probably not so much, but because their defence has gone up a notch, they've been able to get those wins. But um, obviously, defence is going to be important this week. That, that South Sydney left edge is probably going to ask a lot of questions and could score a few points on them. So it's going to be it's going to be a bit of a challenge for them this week because you can defend so much but South Sydney know how to score points and I think they're going to have to be able to do that as well. What about Blake Taff, the South Sydney fullback, bro? He, he shocked me, man, cuz like I know there's great raps on him but what in two three games this guy's like it's like he's been there all year. He's just that after he dropped that ball, he just played unbelievable out of his skin. He's probably the one that I'm afraid of, not afraid of the most, but it's like you don't know what you're going to get from him at the yeah. moment because you haven't seen him play as much. And the, the parts that you have seen him play, he's played really well. He's even set up a few good tries, you know, with that cutout ball. But yeah, he could be that X factor, really, because everyone's kind of thinking, oh, they've got no troll, but this guy can create. So yeah, he's, he's the one that I, you know, I think Penrith might have to look at because a lot of fullbacks are in that position where it's their decision. The pass they make determines whether the try is scored or not. So if he has a good game that game, he could um he could unlock that that edge. I, I thought he was going to be a distraction or was going to be the reason why they, they might not beat Manly because 
Yeah, like you said, I don't know. I haven't seen him ball play. I haven't seen much of him. Like, I haven't watched him in the juniors. But again, he made a bit of a mistake at the start. And then, bro, he just made up for it. He never he didn't think about it. He just went on with it. You got to also remember he's been mentored by one of the, the best. That is? I'm going to say Latour Mitchell, but obviously the answer is Wayne Bennett. He's a. Uh... But a bit of both. He's going to turn him into the next Darius Boyd. Hopefully not. <laughs> I know he came through the, the juniors as a half, I think. And, you know, now just to be thrown at fullback with so much pressure going into such a big team. And it's not a, it's not really a young side. Like, they're a well-experienced sort of established side where they've got a lot of rep players. So it could be a bit intimidating for a, for a young player who hasn't played much or hasn't played NRL at all. And then just to get sort of thrown in towards the deep end and, I think the way he's handled it is unreal and it's something that South should be sort of happy about and sort of excited about too because Reynolds leaving is going to be a massive gap in that, leave a massive hole in that side and I think, you know, if they can get him right, he, he could probably be the next halfback for the team. Let me talk about Cody Walker. Brilliant, again. Can't question his, his performance. If Adam Reynolds can't get up for the game, the pressure's going to be all on him and... I don't know if he's comfortable being the focal point because he usually has a freedom to roam, play his game, express himself. Benji might be able to take the heat, but you know if they sh- if they can shut down Cody Walker Penrith, that's going to go a long way to Penrith winning. Yeah, well, I think based off what Reynolds been saying, he's going to be at a hundred percent on Sunday. Um, he's doing light duties at the moment, so he probably doesn't get too involved in the contact. Like right now, you're just sort of reviewing the game and and preview in the next game so you're not really doing anything too different from what you've been doing throughout the season they're not learning new plays and whatever it may be so as long as you sort of fit for that captain's run on Saturday I think you know that'll be enough for him you know he he can still do attacking plays with the team and sort of run them around the park so I think he'll be 100% ready if he's not like Abbas was saying he'll probably take on a Cooper Cronk role where he just sort of steers the team around the park which will sort of allow Walker to still do his thing, I think. So I don't think Walker will be too sort of impacted. The only issue I can see for South fan is if Cody Walker has to take on a bit of the kicking responsibilities like he did against Manly. I think, you know, when you're coming out of your own half and you need a, a good kick down the field, generally Adam Reynolds is that go-to for, for South. So I'm not saying Cody doesn't do it, but you felt like Cody had to take a bit more of a bigger role last week to just give Adam Reynolds a bit of a break to let that hamstring heal. So hopefully that helped and is, you know, made Adam Reynolds 100% for this game. But in the grand final, especially Cody Walker's first grand final, you know, to add that extra responsibility on top of him, I think that might affect his game a little bit. The other game, Penrith versus Melbourne. What a game. That was probably one of the best games I've watched as a neutral in a, in a while. It was very similar to the Para game, but it just it was better. It was just another intensity, like the two best teams all year, not giving each other an inch, bro. The defense was on fire, both teams. And Penrith, man, like as soon as they scored that first try, you knew they weren't there to make up the numbers. They were there to give them a, a go, and they ended up beating them. And I guarantee you, besides Abbas, St. Mary's, Penrith, Mount Druitt, no one picked Penrith to win. Well, I picked them, but like, you know what I'm saying? No one picked Penrith to win. Paul Kent yesterday is praising them. Two weeks ago, he wrote them off. Where did, they they don't want your support, Paul. No, he's a flop. He, I think he said uh, Penrith season's done last week. 
because they were yep. versing Melbourne and now he wants to jump on. But um, yeah, even me, even me, like I, I picked Penrith, but like if I looked at it logically, yeah, I was like Melbourne were the on-form team. Every game just comes down to the work the coach coaches do in regards to how they're going to approach the game. And then it, the last part of it comes down to which, you know, the players on the field, who wants it more? In, in Melbourne's defense as well, but, you know, losing Christian Welsh early, yep. um, losing Brandon Smith, Smith early, yep. that hurt him. But, I mean, that's the nature of the game, right? Like, you got to be able to, you know, next man up mentality. The, look, um, I'll, I'll say something about that. Christian Welsh going, going, I think the biggest hindrance for Melbourne was the fact that they only had two on the bench. Christian Welsh going off. You, you had Nelson Asif Solomon coming on. That's, yeah. uh, they played a great game. Plus. And then Brandon Smith has Harry Grant. I mean, both of those players start hook, are starting hookers in nearly every team in the comp, you know? Um, he, was in, so, um, he was in Andrew Johns' team of the year. The bloke played five games, started five games all year. He was apparently hooker of the year. But anyway. Andrew Johns has this thing about if he likes a player, he just picks him. I remember when he used to pick Jason Nightingale? Just because he loved him. <laughs> Uh, um, Wait, isn't the Mortal your favorite player? Yeah, he's the he best is. player in the world. Doesn't mean he's he's right and everything. We, we, I have to agree with him and everything. He's our favorite player. He's not our favorite analyst. You know what I'm saying? There's a big difference. Your favorite analyst is uh, Bray Fanasta, eh? Yeah, f- of course. Yeah, hundred percent. It's Nick Ennis, mate. Nick Ennis. No one had a bad word to say about Melbourne all year. All of a sudden, yes, you know, the other day they missed Cameron Smith. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's the narrative. I saw that, um, but you saw it. Look, 100%. There's no doubt. Because I, I personally, watching that game as a Penrith supporter, I personally started getting confident around the 50th minute because I saw everything Melbourne was throwing at us and Penrith were just doing really well and it looked like they were out of ideas. Yeah. It looked like they just kept doing what they were doing. They kind of, I don't know, I, I can't even explain what, what they were doing wrong. Like for me, it was just not playing normal, but Penrith just had an answer for it. I mean, you just, I feel like in that time, you just needed that Cameron Smith to just cool everything down. Let them know that, like, you know, let them know who they are. Like, you're Melbourne Storms. Penrith is a good team, but, you know, we're a great team too. We we, we can do this and just set them up for that. You, you could tell they were missing that on the weekend a bit. Oh, obviously, but then that called for a lot of their key players, like Cameron Munster, to stand up. And he, he just was a bit erratic, didn't really have the any ideas, didn't really take the boys on on his back and play the, play the tough game. They were trying to score on every play. And look, they were unlucky a few times, you know. Sava Solomona got called back. Uh, Jennings dropped the ball. It was about the uh, try line. Was that was wide. a big turning point of the game. Bro. And, and like, I think I said it last week. I think the lack of good defenses they've played the last 10 to 12 weeks a, came back to bite them because yeah. they've been built in everyone. And the only team they had beaten or they'd lost to was the only decent defensive team, which is Parramatta. So yeah. that um, lack of competition came back and bit them. Whereas, Penrith, look at the run, look at the run they've been on and how tough it's been for them. Mm. That prepared them very well. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I feel like because of how the season a lot of these teams have had scoring so much, so many points. If you go through five sets and you haven't scored a point, you start questioning yourself. You know what I mean? Because you're just like we're so used to scoring so many points. Like, have we lost it? The only bad thing that comes out of the game for Penrith winning is like this is meant to be the grand final. This was meant to be the revenge. They got their revenge, but they didn't get the ring at the end. They got to go again. And look, it can go both yeah. ways. This might have taken everything out of them, and they probably they might not have anything left, or it fuels them because obviously last year, it's fresh in their mind. We talked about it before, Bass, you know, with, with some of the boys there. They still hurt from last year. And, and, you know, surely, I mean, 
obviously that's going to spur them on. But did they use all their energy up in that game? That's the only thing I've I'd probably go against Penrith, maybe. Yeah, well, look, we, we said the same thing after that Parramatta game because yeah. it was a very similar game where they were just bashing each other the whole game. Penrith would have probably played with a lot more emotion in that in that game on the weekend. And I can see sort of where you're coming from in the fact that it would have taken a fair bit out of them both, you know, emotionally and also physically. But like they were all there last, most of them were all there last year and they know that feeling after having such a good year and for it to end the way it did. Um, I think they really want to turn things around. And honestly, for them, it's it's perfect time to do it. You know, you're still fresh, really, from losing that grand final. You know, you see the other team celebrate and it just breaks you. Like, it just be so draining because you've worked hard all year for it. And I think based off that, they should get the job done. But I just don't want to ride off the Rabbitohs yet. No, of course not. I'd, I'd say they're in a better position than the Rabbitohs are at the moment to win the game based off that. But then again, Wayne Bennett's the Rabbitohs coach and I'm not writing him off. It's a thing, bro. He's a master coach, bro. He's not a... He's been there before. He's always got tricks up his sleeve. Benny, you remember what I said, bro? You remember what I said, bro, mid-year? The yeah, tell you he's, he's hiding... He's hiding some plays. He's hiding something, bro. And he's got something prepared for Penrith, especially... You know, Cleary, Cleary and Bennett, they they still that fight happened two weeks ago. They still hate each other, cuz. I'm trying to ignite it, Solomon. Bro, hey, brother, they might, they might, bro, they might go to the sideline, both of them, and bash each other. I don't know. You know, it might swing. Ivan, Ivan, I don't think Ivan's got it in him to hit an old man. Penrith, bro, how did you tip against him, bro? I just thought Craig Bellamy's team was um, going to be too good on the night. I just lost faith in the, the process. What about what about against Parramatta? Um, it was Ryan Madison's first game back, and I didn't want to tip against the mate. Will, will you apologise to Penrith right now, right here, right now? So I'll just yeah, I'm sorry to all the Penrith fans. No, I'll just message sorry Uppy. To Uppy just and... that, uh, you didn't you didn't tip him. You're not not happy. Uppy, bro, he's not happy, bro. He's not happy with you, bro. It's alright. It's not like he knows me. He definitely <laughs> knows yeah. you, bro. Because you know Sydney wide. What's wrong with you? No and comment. No, no nothing. Comment. Anywho, uh, Melbourne, yeah, like they're going to struggle next year. Bloody hell. Uh, they've got Xavier Coates coming in. Coming. Nick Meany. Nick Meany's coming in. The bloke from Newcastle coming off. Josh King, I think it is, coming from Newcastle. they got Bronson Garlic coming from um, Newtown Jets, but I reckon he's a good player. They've got Jordan um, Carr, who's younger brother. Yep, his name. Yeah. No idea. Jordan Carr's younger brother. Like... Jordan Carr, who junior. But yeah, like I said, Melbourne, yeah, like they're going to struggle <clears> next year. The Most of their squad's back. They do Won't... lose a few players, though. Yeah, they do. Josh Adams, Nico Hines, Well, uh, is No, Welsh is still there. Yeah. Yeah, they're big losses because they're, like, they've been part of that successful, um, especially Adakar and um, Finucane, they've been part of that successful core. Um, the last couple of We've years, seen but, it before. yeah, like they lost Cooper, they lost Billy, lost Cameron. <laughs> they're still, they're still pretty good. And you, you think Harry Grant is going to learn from that? Think you know Brandon Smith's going to be jade up next year? Might be his last year next year. So um, I expect them to be around the top four easily again, yeah, if not top so. two. You just you can't ride off Craig Bellamy, can you? He's proved it time and time again. I think when he goes, that's when the club will struggle. I don't know if he's going to go anytime soon. No, no. He said he misses his grandkids. So, yeah. hopefully. At last, <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. How did he do to you? But he's missing acting like he's got kid. grandkids that he hasn't seen. Mm-hmm. Missing grandkids. He's been up on the soundtrack house with his grandkids for the last two years. What's it? What, what's he been doing? Uh, having parties? What do you think he's been doing up there? What's wrong with you? He's been seeing them. That's it. The, the physical action of seeing them, Solomon, is enough. Are you, what are you, so you are Benny Confidential. What are you just spawning on everyone these days? What's wrong with you? Um, yeah, I got um, dibs on everybody. Dibs? <laughs> anyway. Make sure, you, make sure you hide your personal life a little bit better. Who, me? Yeah. What? Oh, I don't know. Does that mean? After the, after the show, definitely going to have follow-up questions. No, you can just go. No, say him right now. <laughs> Don't give me that bullshit wink, bro. <laughs> it's worse than DJ Carter, bro. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Melbourne. Goodbye. Penrith, move on. <clears throat> Dallium, uh, team of the year. I don't know if you saw this, boys, yesterday. I read the team out. Fullback, Tom Turbo, obviously. Wings, Brian Doto, as Peter Villandi said yesterday. Um, who the fuck is Osha Ole's, by the way? <laughs> who Josh Adelaide. What the fuck was that? <laughs> that was terrible. I, I heard that too. I was like, "Cause, do you want to say that again?" I don't want to be disrespectful. Is that like his? Is that his real name? Like, I, I, I don't think so. Cause I, I think I saw, um, I think I saw Garrick laughing on stage because he said it wrong. Yeah, Tom was laughing too. So yeah. it's just like if Tom's <laughs> laughing. Surely it's a big mistake. Anyway, fuck back to this. Um, oh. uh, Ruben Garrick wings. Centers, Justin Olam, Matt Burden. Got to tank Matt Burden. He's got to stay at Penrith, surely, after winning that. Surely not. He's going to win 5-8 of the year next year, hopefully. <laughs> Halves, Cody Walker, Nathan Cleary, obviously. Locke, uh, Isaiah Yo. Maybe Cameron Murray could have been there. I don't know. But Isaiah Yo played very well. He was there, year. but Isaiah Yo took it. Sorry. State of origin, Locks of the year. Locke was Isaiah Yo. I mean, yeah. Murray was starting, wasn't he? Was he was there. But he wasn't locked. Mm. Second row is a bit weird. Kikau yeah. and Papali'i. I don't think Kikau should have won it. Like, according to how uh, the years that he's had previously, this hasn't been his best year at all. Yeah, okay, he's been solid. Like he's been I a, think, a I solid think player. Probably played better than him this year. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. What position are we up to? Second row. Wait, did you have Kili any Ami issues Kikau, with? The, he's a winger. Did you have any issues with the previous positions? Because yeah, I didn't. Just, who wants center? Justin Olam and Matt Burden. Oh, so they shared it. Yeah. No, they're picking That's a, a one to thirteen. Like a, a proper team. It's a one to thirteen team. It's not no no more just one winger. It's they put a whole team out. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. There you Jake. Go. Um, my issue was I didn't agree with that one to thirteen. I reckon there's the best center and there's the best winger and the and best second row. That's how that's how it's always been. Like, we don't even know who the best one is now. Like, you know what, but because it, it, it's so much a debate and it's so much, you know, like controversy, a lot of players miss out. Um, I think it, I think it's all right, bro. Like the, the main, the top 13, I, I think it's okay now. I, think, I don't mind the top 13. At least, you, at least you get a full squad. You don't get just like, what, six, seven players? Yeah, but the squad's not going to do anything. No. It's like, it's like in, uh, I know it's a different sport, but it's like in NBA when they pick the all-star Um all-star team. It's like a player each position and then they've also got um, like second all-stars so like backup players and all that. Yeah, but at least you know who's first and second. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I think whoever they picked first out of the two positions were first. So like 
I think, you know, when they pick um, James Fisher-Harris, they picked him first. I think he would have been first. Ruben Garrick so would have been how first. Did, how did Olam not get selected last week and then all of a sudden he won it? What, what's going on there? Yeah, obviously backlash. Um, so what, like they've just panicked? And... Well, I must have forgotten him. The question I had was how the hell did um, Bradman Best make the, like even get yeah. nominated? Yeah, that was dumb. He really played this year. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a joke. He could, he could have made a case for Joseph Manu, mm. maybe. Like, oh, I think he had a great season. But, yeah. but yeah, um, so far, I haven't had an issue, to be honest. But second row, I do have an issue, obviously. I don't think Kikia deserved it. Maybe Papali deserved it, but I don't think he was like... I think his best games were off the bench, to be honest. You know, Ola Kawatu, maybe, from Manly. Yeah, he played He had well. a really good season. Who was the other one? Uh, that was named? Yeah. So, Kikau and Papali'i from Para. No, the other nominees. Oh, the other nominees? Um, Olukawatu and somebody else. I think it was somebody else. That was pretty good. Maybe game. Schuster? It was Tupanoa from the Roosters. Tupanoa, yeah. He, he, he had a good well, year. Well, he had a good year. Yeah, yeah hey, Peg probably could have could have been him and Olukawatu. I, I, I thought initially, I thought it was going to be Papali and uh, Tupanoa. And if mm. Croydon played the full year, he probably would have been up there as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. He, he kind of struggled because he had to be the man, you know what I mean, when Bort Gordon left. So, yeah, I think he came into his own a bit towards the end. But, um, yeah, I reckon Olakawatu deserved the prop. We talked about it. Fisher Harris and Payne Haas to go. Do we have an issue with that? I, I personally don't. Yeah. I think I think if I'd pick the, the best one out of those two, I'd probably say Payne Haas just because what he's done for the Broncos is just ridiculous. And he's yeah. so young still. Yeah, and they're so shit, the Broncos. And, oh. you know, it's crazy to how much he stands out in a team like that. Richard Harris is great, but he's playing for a great team too. So mm. well, the things that Payne has about been able to do, ridiculous. Um, and the hooker, Brandon Smith, <clears throat> thank God they picked him. Um, and they didn't pick Harry Grant. Because if they picked Harry Grant, honestly, that would have been a fucking sham. Yeah. Straight up. All happy with that? Yeah. Yeah, so we obviously know who won Coach of the Year, which was Craig Bellamy, but who won Captain of the Year? Tedesco. And who won um, Rookie of the Year? Sam Walker. Nice. Any more? You reckon, you reckon uh, they took it off Royce Walsh? For 100%. 100%. Sam played a very good year. Like, think he about did. his stats. He, he did. did, but towards the what the last few games, he was coming off the bench. Yeah, like, true. But Reese Walsh definitely had that medal sealed, but they weren't going to give it to him. So, someone said he was ineligible. I don't understand how or why. Did he, he play enough games? It wasn't a good, a good, good look for the game. So, he, so he'll win it next year. <laughs> so, so Reese Walsh will probably win it next year. Well, no, he, he won't be able to because well, he's played enough games. Well, I'm saying someone said he was ineligible. I'm trying to understand how is he ineligible. He played more than half he, the game. He might not even start the year next year. No, no, I get that. But I'm saying this year, he yeah, wasn't even maybe, capable. Maybe they're know. not saying he's ineligible for, ineligible for that reason. Uh, yeah, obviously, as well, during the week, we've already talked about it 50 times, but Billy Slater was officially named Queensland coach. Um, you happy with that, Ben? Yeah. Um, Brad, uh, Brad Filler has got him covered. Well said. Man, a few words. Man, a few words. Well, mate, he's going to have to contend with, I'm pretty sure Cooper Cronk and uh, Cameron Smith are going to be on board and Jonathan Thurston, so... That's a pretty menacing coaching staff. Yeah, but you got to remember they're the coaching staff. They're not playing, so it's too hey, bro. 
stranger things have happened, bro. They might sub themselves on. Who knows? <laughs> You'll have to say it, huh, Ben? Uh, yeah. Maybe Billy might play captain coach. Uh, I, ju- I just think that Billy Slater, as opposed to Paul Green, talking to you, someone that's been a part of Queensland's most successful period, it's completely different, bro. 100%. Totally agree. Yeah, you're seeing this um trend. It's not it's not always, but you are seeing this trend of younger coaches getting more out of the players. Yeah, because they, they connect yeah. with them and then you know it's the ones that, that grew up watching, you know what I mean? Exactly, bro. Exactly. And how successful and they know what they're talking about. You're not gonna question what they say, pretty much. Yeah, I don't I, have you ever seen that, bro? Someone like Billy Slater just goes straight in, like maybe Paul Vorden was the last last fucking person I remember going from commentary. Straight to origin. It didn't even go through club. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm happy as a New South Wales fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. same. Yeah, 100%. Oh, at the moment, I am. I don't know. He might progress well in a couple of years, but at the moment, I think we've got the next at least two series. Look, I reckon that they'll lose next year and they'll beat us the year after. Wise. The Oracle speaks again. All right. Um We'll take a break and we'll come back and preview the grand final. The following announcement has been paid for by Body Envy Massage. So we uh, do massages all over Sydney. We're mobile. We come straight directly to you. We take bookings over DMs and um, text message. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We've also got a website, bodyenvymassage.com.au. On Insta, it's bodyenvymassage. Facebook, it's Body Envy Massage 17. We're mobile all over Sydney, so we travel to the north, to the east. Sydney's number one. Sydney's number Sydney's one. Sydney's number one. You can't get better than this guy. And we're back. Uh, the grand final for 2021. Penrith versus Souths uh, at Suncorp Stadium. Finally, Brisbane get a grand final. Although, you know, we heard apparently because of two cases, they want to move it to Townsville. Bro, just leave it there. You know, it's the only the only chance they'll ever get. All right, going through the teams, Souths unchanged as far as I know. Souths are still the same. Yep, and Penrith, obviously, Tavita Pangai goes out. Moses Leota comes back in. But, yeah, um, obviously, they versed two weeks ago. South Sydney got the better of them. Penrith were in a bit of a lull the way they played that game. Credit to South Sydney's defense. I think South Sydney, I don't know if they can recreate that. That's my issue um, against Penrith. I think Penrith's gone through pretty tough games and or tougher games in South Sydney since that. And it's kind of, like I said, it can go two ways. But I think for Penrith, especially with the what happened last year, I think it'll be tough for South to get over them this time. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's going to be a tough game. Obviously, Penrith have had to do it the hard way, whereas South have enjoyed a bit more time off and, um, you know, that game on Friday night, they probably sort of stopped playing with about 10, 15 minutes to go because they knew they were comfortable and they let in a few soft tries. So I think they'll be coming into that game a bit more relaxed. Penrith have a few niggling injuries, I think, around the camp. And you, know, you saw Toto the other day on the, on the wheelchair having a laugh. So I'd be too scared to do that. I just feel like you know, I might jinx myself. But I think, you know, Souths are probably in a better better position physically going into that game. Yeah. But for some, yeah, and like there is a lot to play for, but yeah, like, like I was saying earlier, I think Penrith would just be too invested into this and not to let it slip away again. 
if you look back to last year's grand final, uh, Melbourne got the jump on them. And Penrith, even though they clawed their way back, that cost them in the end. I think if Souths can do that, obviously it'll it'll take a lot from Penrith to come back. But I just don't think I think Penrith's learned from that. And I think if if they can keep it the way they did it against Melbourne and keep it tight, I think Penrith can grind out a victory from there. Well, yeah, Penrith obviously took a lot away from that grand final last year when they played them on Saturday because they knew that if they can keep them trollless for like the first twenty minutes, then that, that you know that they'll go a long way to winning that game and. Melbourne did it to so many teams. They did it to Manly. They did it to Penrith. They, um, they even did it to Parramatta as well last year in the final. So once they get off to that big start, it's very hard to stop them. Bass, your boys. Again, back in the JF, big dance. Mate, it feels, uh, doesn't feel the same, mm. I'd say, as a fan. Just because, um, you know, it was such a breakout season for everyone. It feels a bit more like we know what to do. It's just a matter of fact of going out there and doing it now. The only thing I can measure it by is the last game that we played against Rapidos in the first week of the finals. I don't know. I felt like Penrith were at their worst. I think that was the worst game they've had, they had the whole season. They weren't controlling the ball. They got no, no repeat sets at all. I think that whole game, they only had like one repeat set. Penalties against them. Penalties that went yeah. against them. Uh, that's I'm not. I don't really complain about that anymore. Penalties that go against them. It goes against everyone these days. But it was more the fact that you know when we get into a, get ourselves into good field position, we drop the ball on the third and fourth tackle and stop us from getting those repeat sets or stop us from getting to that play that we've been setting up for for the whole whole set. So I think if um, if we can just if we can play a very similar game to how we played against Melbourne. I think a lot of, we would have scored a lot more tries than other teams the way we played against Melbourne than, um, than we did against actual Melbourne. Their defense was ridiculous. They, they had great scramble. Souths has got a great scramble too, but... Um, I don't think Souths can recreate that performance from two weeks ago. That's why it's going to be tough in my view. Uh, ben, thoughts on the uh, big game? Look, I'm hoping Penrith come out with the win just because it's a team that I traded a, a little bit this year and... Um, They've got a good team. They've had the same team for the last two or three years. They've made the finals for the last three years. This team, uh, the players in this team have won the GF in their juniors. So hopefully they can kind of get their redemption from last year and win it. Yeah, hopefully it's a good grudge match. It's the main thing. It's a good contest. Who are your key players? My key players are Jerome Loy and Cody Walker. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because they're the ones that are going to be there to spark everything and usually it would be Cleary and Adam Reynolds just because everyone's coming to watch the two X-Factors so I'm hoping that Luai and Cody Walker have good games and prepare their team as well Alright, so we'll go with that key matchup then go key matchup or key player, it's up to you boys but uh, Bass, who's your key player or matchup? I think it's going to be whether Adam Reynolds is capable of doing what he does and it's going to come down to that. Because a lot of the trouble we've had against Souths over the last couple of years, like when they've looked good against us, it's been off Adam Reynolds stuff, like 40-20s. Even, I remember in last year's preliminary final, we kicked on first tackle across and, and gave it to, I think it was um, Johnston. Yeah. Uh, on first tackle or something like that. So it's just those little moments that Adam Reynolds does really well. If he can if he can recreate those, that, that's going to be the biggest issue. And then the same goes with Cleary. If, if he can do what he did at Melbourne, uh, to Melbourne, sorry, you know, those just again that cross field kick to Crichton that pretty much opened the game for us and um, gave us confidence from the get go. I think that's going to be the key one there. I think it's going to be the halfbacks. I think 
Cody Walker and Luai play off them. If Reynolds has a good game, Cody Walker has a good game. I'm not saying that they can't have a good game if the other one isn't, but generally they play off the work that Cleary and, and Reynolds do. So the clear the Luai and Cody Walker battle, I think, is going to be determined by the halfbacks in the front row. I think the Reynolds clear is going to be massive. And I know it's only one, but you can't look past Cook and Coruscant. They're the two number nines always battling at, at it for origin. And yeah, it's just it's it's going to be that, I think. Yeah, like uh, I think you could say Cook played his best game in a long time last week. I haven't seen him be dangerous for a long like, Ever since they brought in the six again rule, which I thought was going to make him untouchable, <clears throat> he, he just hasn't looked the same. But yet, last week, I don't know, he just came out of the blue and he had one of the best games in a while. Uppy, obviously, come back off origin. He's playing into some form as well, 100% as a key matchup. For me, bro, I think it's, there's so many key matchups here, but even Isaiah Yo, Cameron Murray, I mean, those two in the middle, um, leading their four packs pretty much. I guess they're short passing and they're running. You've seen a lot of running from Yo, more so than before, a lot of one outs. And Cameron Murray is very damaging as well, the way he gets those quick play the balls. They're going to help their team so much. And whoever gets the upper hand there, I think, is going to help their team go a long way to winning the, the game this week. Yeah, I think I think it's it's silly to think that it's only going to be one key matchup. I mean, yeah, of course. These are going to be there's going to be moments in this game that define who's going to win it. And it could be it could come from the four pack, either side's four pack, just dominating. And it could be also the dummy halves, you know, taking taking those um those little darts out of, out of dummy half and, you know, creating those chances. So to say one person is the key matchup, I think it's silly. But if you had to pick one, yeah, I guess the ones that we've picked are, are pretty good. But that forward, that forward battle is going to be ridiculous. Uh, the coaches as well. Obviously, we've talked about it. Their recent history. Uh, Ivan Cleary and Wayne Bennett. Ivan Cleary's got a lot. There's a lot riding on him. I reckon internally, like he needs to win this for his career because you know he's getting to that that Brian Smith stage. You know he's he can win. He wins a lot of games, but he just can't get that final game done. And he's been in the grand final. Three so this is the third time, is it? So yeah, third time. So you know, I think within himself, he is desperate to win this one. Who did he coach before Warriors. that made the grand final? Yeah, Warriors. who did they, who did they play? Roosters. No, um, no, he played. He played in that game, yeah. twenty eleven. Yeah. Who they? Who they versus in the final? Manly. Remember that one? So it would have been Des. Yeah, against Des. Tough man. Every final he's played, he's played against a great coach. Yeah. Oh, his coach. Sorry, he's coached against a great coach. No, Des Craig Bellamy. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. he's played the best. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot riding on him. And Wayne Bennett, obviously, this could be the last time ever. I doubt it. I think he's going to go to the new team in about a year and a half. But for the time being, this is his last game ever. And, yeah, he's got something up his sleeve. You know, he probably thinks he's in clear his head still. But you know what? What's funny, man? I saw a bit of emotion last week from Bennett. Like, he was... I kept going to the box. He usually doesn't say anything, bro. He was making little movements. He's getting a bit emotional, man. Um, well, it's that time of the year that you can't be making mistakes. You're at the business end of the season. He's got something in his bag left, I think. Let's just, let's just say that. He's that good of a coach. Seven premierships. Probably should have been eight if they defended that last play against the Cowboys. Lucky Tony's not here. But, yeah, I think Bennett, he's got something up his sleeve for this one. Yeah, he's dangerous. That's all he, he'll saying. have to. He's, you know, the most experienced coach and he'll know, he'll know how to get the players in the right mindset for this week. I wonder how Benji's feeling as well, yeah, because this is his last game apparently ever, but he, he's come out and said, my body still feels right. I feel like if he wins it, he'll go out like on a, on a high 
It'll be interesting to see what role he plays, man, coming into this game because last week he didn't really do much. Obviously, the game was in the bag. But if the game's close, I wonder what role he plays there, man, because he's been coming in. He's usually on the field with Reynolds and Walker, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he is. He'll be a big factor if it's a, if it's a very close game. I think throwing him on fresh, he's got fresh ideas. Everyone's kind of sort of in a rhythm of the game. Everyone's been on the field. They're in a certain rhythm. He can come in there and kind of throw a span in the works for Penrith's defense. So I think for Penrith to be safe, they've got to get it to a comfortable lead before he comes on. That's provided he comes on in the second half. Yeah. He's just a, such a good player. He knows how to handle these situations. And I think Benji might play next year. Yeah, I get that feeling too. I don't know if he wins, maybe not, but I get that feeling he, he wants to play again. But would he stay at Souths? Yeah, so um, I think with the Anthony Milford scenario that's happening, yep. I reckon the, they'll keep Benji and just offer him a little bit more on a one or two year deal. And he'll just stay put and just retire comfortably when he's ready. You heard it here, folks. Benny Bedell on the money. Um, yeah, I think he'll come on and they'll just have those four, four attacking options. Obviously, they'll be monitoring Reynolds closely. Um, and if he falls off, they'll throw him straight in there. So, oh, I don't know. He's going to be massive for them. Just that just that experience because he's playing in so many big games, like whether it be a grand final in the past or World Cups or, yeah, he's just someone that I think you'd want to have there in a high-pressure situation. Even um, even Uppy playing against his old team, self. How funny is that? Like just, uh, I guess, what would you say? Poetic. For, yeah, poetic, um, I guess. First season wins it with Souths and now, well, 10 years down the track, not even eight years down the track, he's playing again in the grand final against that team. It's a coincidence. That's what I was saying. It's a coincidence. Just bang. Like all of a sudden, you know, he could win against his old club. Is he still close with him? The boys, some of the boys there? Yeah. There's a lot of the boys that were there when he was there. He's not, um, are not really there at the moment. He's still close with Adam Reynolds. I had a bit of a relationship now with uh, Cookie since he went to New South Wales. But yeah, other than that, I think maybe only Johnson was there. That's true. In the grand final. So, um, yeah, he's still close to them. Uh, he, he's always, every time I've played him, he's always talked about how South as an organization is just something that he, he likes. Even the fans, like, he goes, probably not best thing to say, but one of the best fans he's ever had were when he was with South. I mean, he, even when he was in the 20s, there'd be just so many people that recognized him. There was just such passionate supporters there. They, they, they kind of watch everything all the way from reserve grade 20s all the way to first grade. Um, so he's he's really he he really has a soft spot for that club, especially for the fans. But um, on on Sunday he's going to be wearing a Penny Panthers colours, and uh, I'll tell you something: he's going to do everything he can to bring that that ring home and that trophy home for the Penny Panthers. Hundred percent. Just in general, man, the the teams like we've been saying, man, Penrith they lost last year. It's still fresh in their mind. They got past Melbourne. This is a big opportunity, you know, a lot of pressure on them as well, you know, in, in a lot of critics' eyes because they probably got rid of, obviously, they got ridden off a lot of times this year because they weren't the same as last year. You know, they say, you know, got to lose one to win one. You know, it happened to Penrith 30 years ago. You know, even with South Sydney on the other side. Um, they also say about South, if you lose two games in the regular season by 50 points, you can't... Can't win a premiership. Yeah. That's right. You know, that's... that's um, you know, you mentioned that South Sydney. That uh, that's that's a going against them. And the um, team but, that you conceded fifty against is who you're playing with in the grand final. But even like as a group, South Sydney, this could be their last chance, bro. Because they've been going like this. We, we talked about it off air. Like 
pre, three prelims, four prelims in a row, if you include the Seabold, 18, 19, 20. It took them four prelims to get to this grand final with this group, most of this group. This is their last chance for a lot of them, I think, because they're going to go to a bit of rebuild after Wayne Bennett, I think. I don't think they're going to be as strong as they are now. They're all in, and this could be their last chance. They're losing Adam Reynolds. They could lose Benji. That leaves a big gap in uh, in Wayne, the Rabbitohs. Wayne Bennett. Wayne, Wayne Bennett. Bennett is also gone, so Cook? you never know who's no. thinking. No, I think Cook is staying at the moment. Um, but, you know, they're, they're losing so much. They've lost one of the Burgess brothers. Yeah. So it's a bit of an end of an era for them, man. So yeah, but they've got good young players coming up that Jaden no yeah. You know, Cameron Murray's not that old too. You got Campbell Graham's a good young bloke. You still got Latrell there, you got Cody there. So Josh Neutral. Yeah. hundred percent. I just I just have they, signed? have they signed the halfback to replace Reynolds? Um just Milford. I think it was Milford. Milford. That's it. Plus they have a young guy. Um what's his name? Blake Tuffy. No, no, not Blake. Is it Elias? Yeah, Lachlan Elias. Yeah, Elias, Elias. So, yeah, they got a lot of those young boys coming through they've banked on to kind of help their rebuild quicker, I guess. It's a big risk, but, you know, going going down that road. But, I mean, they've gotten everything they could out of this squad. So, I think Wade Bennett's seen that, and he passes on to his assistant. Yeah, both teams are playing for a lot this week. Before we go into our tips, Ben, injury report. Tavita's out, out with an MCL injury. So and there was a ice in that knee, very hard. So no chance. Um, and um, Adam Reynolds, a duck duck. will be doing what Sydney Roosters did a couple of years ago, playing their star key player on the field with an injury. So Roosters Can you explain the injury? Injured. Yeah, so it's the, the groin muscles. So it's the one that helps him like... Don't show um, us. Fucking hell. Don't don't try. You, you're moving the camera around like you're about to show us. Don't show us. Explain no, me. No, Put no, your no. pants down, Ben. Show us. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it helps with, like, the, the major stepping movements of the knee, like, and stuff like that. It also helps him with his, like, kicking game. That's why he wasn't kicking last week. So, for he's goal. probably mentored for goal, for in the play, for a lot of other things. That's why he's kind of on the field, kind of mentoring Blake Taffy. So he'll be on the field this weekend mentoring and kind of steering the team around with his words and his passing game. I've had an abductor injury. Now, I'm nowhere, I'm nowhere near as an athlete as um, Adam Reynolds. So he's obviously going to have... Come on, you're muscles. being modest. He's going to have supporting muscles there that are going to help him with that injury. But the pain that you get from this, especially if it's a, if it's a bad injury, can't get any strength out of it. There's no strength in the kicking. There's no strength in the running. I mean, every step you take is, is painful, especially if it's going from his adductor all the way up to his hip flexor. If that's an issue for him too, that's going to affect his kicking a lot. So, but he played last week, so I don't know. I don't know how. It doesn't seem too too bad. It must be just like a little niggle, and they're just um, being cautious with it, with it so that uh, he could um, make the grand final last week. And yeah, I think he um, should be fine. Ben, two questions. Is it worse than Cooper Cronk's injury from 18? Uh, no. So it's not worse than that. Okay, so my second question is, can he play? Abbas obviously played through it the whole game. Does it get to he a can, point where you can't play with it? Yeah, it will. So if you'll tighten up on him at all, or he gets hit wrong or like lands on it wrong, then yeah, he'll be called off. No chance coming back? Um, to finish the game? Yeah. I don't think so. If if it's no, bad, 
they won't be able to even inject it. So like there's no there's no way of injecting it to to bring him back. Usually they'll take him in and give him a cortisone needle and send him back out, like what they do with some of the shoulder injuries. You can't stick um, a cortisone needle up someone's groin. No. He's tried it before. No, I haven't. Um, any late injuries, any rumors, Benny? Someone might miss out. Come on. How's Brian Todd looking? Give us something, bro. Dylan, Dylan Edwards. Stephen Crichton might play fullback. <laughs> what about Toto? Was he lying about his foot, bro? What's going on there, bro? Uh, he's not lying, but they're arresting it. And they're doing an early week rest. I love how you so... answer these questions, man. I love it. <laughs> he's got inside information. What about, is Matt Eisenhuth a chance? He plays for Melbourne. I want you to. I just, I'm gonna stop this, and I want you to research yeah, that right now. Game. How's he gonna get five out of five? I want you to write Matt Eisenhuth right now. Oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. Oh, oh, mate. Wikipedia well, right spell, now. How do you spell his last name? Just guess, bro. <laughs> It'll do it for you. E I. Just start Matt E I. What are you writing, an essay? That's <laughs> tough, like my dad. Uh, no, I've lost internet connection. So it's all good. <laughs> he's lost internet connection, but he's on the call. Uh, uh, any, anyway, don't worry, Ben, don't worry about it. Just don't, don't worry about it, all right? Because, you know, anyway. Matt Eisen, who's plays for Melbourne, that's it. All right, that's it. You're right, Ben. All right, tips, boys. All right, I made a winner, a margin, first try scorer, Clive Churchill, medalist. Um, ben, go first. So I'm going to go with winner Penrith. First try scorer, Stephen Crichton. Clive Churchill. Clive Church medalist would be Isaiah Yo. Nice. Nice. Uh, Abbas? Yeah, I'll go uh, Penrith to win. First try scorer. To be honest with you, everything I, I thought about was what Benny said, so I'm going to try to change it up a bit. We'll go first try scorer, Brian Thor. And I'll go Clive Churchill. So I thought Isaiah too, but I think Capewell might be up there too. He had a wow. really big defensive game against Melbourne. So if it's a scrappy one, which I anticipate, not scrappy, but if it's a if it's a grind, I anticipate it to to go to like a, a forward pack, one of the forward packs that does a lot of work. A uh, Luke Lewis like medal. Um, Maybe uh, Jacob. I'm gonna go South 22-18. First try scorer, Campbell Graham and Daliem Cody Walker. Very simple. Yeah, for me, Penrith, I think they win by a field goal. First try scorer, Jackson Paulo and uh, Clive Churchill. Matt Burden, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, you must be the X Factor of this. You know it. All right, that's the tips. Ben, one last time, uh, who he played for. Uh, But I'm going to change it up, all right? It's who he won for. Do you understand yeah. that at all? Um, yeah, who he won the comp for. Exactly. Who he but they played. All right. They all these players I'm gonna name played for these team, a certain team that you gotta guess. All right. Easy. Ready to go? I hope so. Any tips, boys? Any help there? Actually, I'm not going to give you help I because want help. I want a massage. Because we want a massage, and I forgot to mention that that's on the line. If Benny doesn't get five out of five, we all get free massages. Courtesy of? Body Envy Massage. Sydney's? Number one massage company. That's not how it goes, but fair enough. <laughs> it's your company. First player. Easy one. Preston Campbell. Who he won for? 
free massages, boys. I gave him an easy one. I'm like, come on, man. Oh my God. Who are you thinking? Other Brendan. Trinella or Gold Coast? Yeah, Gold Coast haven't won a title, mate. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, Gold Coast. won their first one in 2016, didn't they? Hey, yeah, it was long ago. Yeah, anyway. Um, so good, on, ben. good start, Ben. One from one. Let's Probably. go. Another, I reckon, relatively easy one. Luke Phillips. <laughs> who he won for? I'll even give you the year 2002. There's only two teams to pick from. And one of them hasn't won a title yet. The Roosters. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> two, two from two. Fuck, I'm not going to give you no more. Oh, that's it, no. That's the end of it, bro. Straight up. Third player. Your boy. Your boss. Mick Potter. Who he won for? If you get this wrong, bro, I'm sending this to him, bro. Um, I'm going to say the Bulldogs. Fuck. Got it. Oh, my God. Three from three, bro. Shit. Alright. Next player. Craig Bellamy. Who he won for? He's stumped. You've got him. <laughs> You've Surely got him. you don't know this. But is he typing? What's he doing? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What's he doing? Hey, are you cheating? <laughs> oh, that is free massage. Bro. At least turn your video off, mate. Come on, bro. Well, he's acting like he's thinking. Craig Bellamy. Um, I'm going to say Canberra. Of course you're going to say Canberra. Show me your computer right now. Turn it off. Put it down. Put it down. Put it... Hold it. Hold it. Put it on your head. Put it on your head. I want to see it in the camera. I can't do that. <laughs> no, no. Give me your... Give me your laptop. <laughs> uh, keep it on the laptop. Keep it on the laptop. This is rubbish. All right, last player. Ben Harris. Oh, come on, man. Who he won for? Um, he's a Bulldogs player, so he won for the Bulldogs in 04. Yeah! Fuck, he got them all. <laughs> he got them all. But, but, all right, but, because you cheated. Um, yeah, we get free massages, bro. Unlucky, man. <laughs> you got caught, bro. This, this was your greatest moment, and yeah, you got caught, bro. His hands were moving, too. It was just too obvious. <laughs> Oh my god, bro. So who'd you cheat? Which one which one did you cheat? Craig Bellamy. <laughs> so he admitted it Yeah, that's it. So that was Craig Bellamy, bro. Alright, Ben. Um you congratulations. Me to actually get that one. Congratulations. You ain't gonna get that one. Stop talking crap. Were you gonna get that one, honestly? Yeah, it was a toss-up between Brisbane and Canberra. And you were gonna say Brisbane. I was, but then, <laughs> but then I cheated. So I, didn't. I cheated. And oh, I, I remembered it. one of the podcasts I listened to. Yeah, you remember that when you searched that up. Listen, no, um, congratulations! Nothing, First time you. you got five out of five, and bad luck because you cheated. Easy. So I'll message you. That's it, bro. That's all I want to hear. Um, all right, boys. That's it. Um, another year done and dusted. Um, want to thank you, boys. Jacob, thanks, bro. Appreciate you jumping on. Thanks, mate. It's been a pleasure to be on. Um, ben, legend. Always a pleasure. Anytime. Bro. 
the best man Abbas thank you brother up up the brief that's it man good luck good luck to Penrith good luck to South no no worries bro no it's always hopefully the Clearies bring it home (laughs) you've really had your say ah man no no um yeah no that's it boys um also, I want to thank Body Envy Massage for sponsoring us. For the free um, massages. Free massages. And when's the money coming in? Um, next season. <laughs> yeah. It's always next season. All right. Thanks, everyone. Um, enjoy the grand final and uh, see you next year. See, see you, boys. Take care. Cheers, boys.